Welcome, folks, to another chapter of Coco's Cozy Comforts. If you're tuning in, you know this is a very important moment in the history of this show because it is a second chapter, a second episode. This happens very rarely in the world of Coco's Cabinet of Curiosities. So welcome to a very, very important and exciting episode two, chapter two of Coco's Cozy Comforts. Now, I still don't know if that's going to be the show name permanently. I think it's funny because it's stupid, which I have discovered is a big part of what I think is funny. So hopefully you do too. There are a few of you out there that listen. I want to say thank you to the folks that listen to Chapter 1 of Coco's Cozy Comforts. Um, I've got kind of my my handful of diehards. Uh, it's less than 10, in case you're wondering. But it's more than 5. Not bad. Not bad at all. But I want to thank all of those folks for listening. I really enjoyed reminiscing. So much so that my brain just kept on reminiscing. And I started to think about what I would want to cover in this second chapter of Coco's Cozy Comforts. And the first thing that I thought of was my mom. That's right, folks. We're going into the mom zone. So I have a pretty great mom. My mom always was very supportive of all my weird interests. And not only was she supportive, but she shared an interest in a lot of the properties that I got interested in as a young man. In fact, as you will discover on today's episode of Coco's Cozy Comforts, she was very foundational in the development of one particular interest of mine. Can't wait! So that's the plan for the show today. I've got a mom memory for you, and we're going to see what we can see. This would have been the early 90s, somewhere between the ages of 5 and 10. This happens before the Clockwork Orange memory from our last episode. This memory has a lot to do with nighttime traditions. Now, I don't know what you guys did when you were kids before you went to bed, but the nighttime tradition that I remember from this time period was watching TV in the living room with my mom and then going to bed. Now, I want to be clear that from this point on, a lot of this memory is guessing or sort of basing it on these fuzzy recollections, which may be a better name for this show. Coco's Cabinet of Curiosities presents Fuzzy Recollections. Get me away from that alliteration. I'm going to be trying to piece together these memories and really just picking out the really impactful, important sections. So, you know, these little bitty details will be unimportant in the long run. I was a, a young boy, young man, Young little boy, little child boy. All right, I want to paint a picture for you, okay? You're in you're in a suburban neighborhood, all right? You hear that? There's a little, get a little street noise. Maybe there's a car that just drove by. And you're watching TV with your mom. You're on the couch. Or actually, you might be sitting on the floor. 
because you like to sit on the floor in front of the couch when you were a kid. So you might be on the floor in front of the couch with a blanket on, probably. And you're watching TV. It's late at night. In fact, it is close to bedtime. But something is coming on the TV that you know you're going to be able to sit and watch with your mom. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Star Trek, the next generation. I remember loving this show and more importantly really loving watching it with my mom the interesting thing to me is that I have no solid definitive memories of specific episodes or moments I just remember that we would watch it late at night in the living room, the lights were off. It was just us, at least in my memory. The way that it exists in my mind is that it was sort of a, a time for just my mom and I. I. That's how I remember it. And we would stay up and we would watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Now, another thing about this that's really interesting to me is later in life... I would grow up and my mom and I would we would discuss the movies and TV shows that we liked. She always would want to talk about them. But what's interesting to me is I have absolutely no memory of my mom and I ever discussing Star Trek. We never talked about the episodes. I don't remember ever talking about liking it even. It was sort of this, in my mind, it was just sort of this thing that happened at night. We'd watch it together. And part of what was going on is there was this unspoken knowing that it was past my bedtime. So in my mind, I can recall sitting on the floor... It's bedtime. I know it's bedtime. My mom knows it's bedtime. But neither one of us are acknowledging bedtime because we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. And there was this sort of understanding that as long as I didn't make a big deal about it, I could stay up and watch the whole episode. We both knew it was past bedtime, but we didn't talk about it, and, and it was okay, because I think both of us liked being in this moment. It was good to watch this show together. And I think that more than anything, it really established this connection over media between my mother and I that has persisted to this day. I think that a big part of 
what what could immediately take me to that comfortable place that that place of ease and and this feeling of you know that you're back you're back amongst friends the sights and the sounds the sounds especially i think the sound of the ship that low hum and the sound of the instruments if you've been listening closely you'll note that this entire episode has had that sound in the background and it's just it has a calming effect and any number of these elements can can kind of transport me back to the headspace that this show can elicit it all started watching those episodes with my mom and it's been such a wonderful thing to enjoy the series as an adult and to see all the the wonderful elements that made it a remarkable program not the least of which was the writing and the message of the show one clip that i reshared a few years ago because i found it really moving at the time and continue to find it a, an incredible piece of advice is this clip Jean-Luc Picard offering his peerless wisdom it is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose that is not a weakness that is life I believe I understand sir so I guess when I really think about it Maybe it wasn't so much that my mom was okay with me staying up late. But maybe she didn't say anything about it being past my bedtime. Because she knew that Jean-Luc was teaching me the exact same things that she wanted me to learn. The only person you're truly competing against, Wesley, is yourself. I wouldn't want to live my life knowing that my future was written. My boundaries had been already set. The intelligence that was formed on the Enterprise didn't just come out of the ship's systems. It came from us, from our mission records, personal logs, holiday programs, our fantasies. Now, if our experiences with the Enterprise have been honorable, can't we trust that some of those experiences will be the same? You have to measure your successes and your failures within. Not by anything that I or anyone else might think. The challenge, Mr. Offenhaus, is to improve yourself. To enrich yourself. Get up. You must not kneel to me. You do not wish it? I do not deserve it. A person's life, their future, hinges on each of a thousand choices. Living is making choices. Seize the time, Maribor. Live now. Make now always the most precious time. Now will never come again. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been another chapter of Coco's Cozy Comforts, or maybe Coco's Fuzzy Recollections. The title may change when we get to chapter three, but the real question is, will we make it to chapter three? There's only one way to find out. Stay tuned. I'll see you next time. <laughs>